Hello, hello, hello. I have another podcast for you folks. Um, before we begin, let me tell you about Dracula. It's a play I do in Hollywood, California on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. at 1523 North La Brea Avenue. It's Dracula. It's a horror comedy. It's funny. And uh, I play like four different characters. You can see me go through all the shades of craziness up there. Come through, man. It'll be fun. My guest today is our first returning guest, Nathaniel Langfelder from episode three, uh, Revenge of the Lang. Uh, he's back. Uh, the, the Nate strikes back, as they say. Uh, but we're talking about UFC 229, the big Khabib and Conor McGregor fight. You got a hot take on the stock, huh? Hot take on the stock. We'll get that out of the way then. Um, so um, before we begin, why don't you why don't you give us a little uh, tell tell us why you are the person to listen to about stocks? Well, I'll say I since you've been fucking since high school. I've known you to be playing the market and studying that stuff. Yeah, dabbling. Yeah, I mean, and I've just been up multiple times. I'm, I'm still learning the the art of cashing out and selling it before I get boned, which I took uh, took the lead yesterday and I sold because the market. Have you heard about the market lately? Like, there's big. Everyone's starting to get a little scared because it's so high, and then the the interest or the rates are going up. They keep sending the rates up, and now they're comparing it to 2008. And there's, I mean, it's just the market's a little fishy right now. Everyone thinks it's going to drop, and when everyone starts getting scared, then people stop buying. And all these, you know, these hype trains, pretty much, they start going down. So, so have you? Has, has it stopped you from buying? Yeah, I sold yesterday. I sold everything I had yesterday. <laughs> how, how much was that? How, how much did you have? A couple grand worth. Nice. Did you come so, out ahead? Oh yeah, I was ahead. I'm up fifty percent. Hey, okay. Yeah, so, they, so, yeah, so that being like said, we have now sell me on the numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had to, we had to ground you here. All right, and uh, lay the foundation. All right. So what is what's what's up with this week in the stock market? <laughs> And mind you, that fifty percent—that's in like a month. So just, just oh, so you know. oh, oh, yeah, in a month. But now he's gloating. Uh, now he's gloating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's up? The the stock I'll tell you about today is called. Originally, it was called Itis. <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I, I I know the Itis very well. Last time I, I had ribs. Think about that. I, that's the only thing you're gonna hear out of this. You're the only thing you'll understand. Your followers will get more out of it. I hope. Um, uh, I, I think my, my followers keep their ear close to the ground. All right, guys? Oh, crickets. <laughs> yeah. I, I can hear you. Need, you needed to hit one of those buttons where, like, you get a round of applause or some shit. Oh, um, maybe I need a soundboard. That's true. That'd be decent. All right. So, ITUS, I-T-U-S, they recently switched oh, yeah. their stock symbol literally last week to Annex. A-N-I-X. And basically... They're dealing with uh, tumors, solid tumors, which there hasn't been much uh, groundwork done on those. Obviously, there's it's very hard to target dealing those with, with drugs. So, like, huh? is it like shrinking, shrinking tumors. Yeah, having your immune, having your own immune system attack them. That's pretty much what they're working with. Uh, so. Uh-huh. So they identified this receptor. They've done it on mice, which that doesn't always translate, obviously. Yeah. But uh, they found a receptor on ovaries, and um, 
that's specific to ovaries. It's only on ovaries. It's not on any other thing in the human body. Because usually when you get the the T cells, the, the T cells when they start attacking cancer, mm-hmm. um, when you uh, they attack all the other organs, and it pretty much just kills you too. So you talking like chemotherapy? Wait, wait. Yeah, no, not okay. chemotherapy. I'm talking about when when they when they uh, pretty much uh, turn your T cells like send them on a receptor that's on a cancer cell. All the cancer cells have receptors that are not unique. They're pretty much the same as the human body. So when you start okay. having your like the immune system yeah. attack the cancer, it attacks you as well. That's Can't like differentiate between them. <laughs> yeah, between exactly. Receptors. Okay. So this helps. So, this would help them zero in on the receptor, the specific yeah, one. Yeah, th- this company specifically found a receptor. This is going to be an ovarian cancer. That's what they're going to be dealing with, and uh, they found a receptor specific specifically on the ovaries that they're going to target. So that's what they're dealing with. And it's been 60% uh, efficacy in mice, which is, that's like an astounding number. And they think it'll translate just because that same receptor's on the mice ovaries and it's on the, the human ovaries. So they think it'll transfer pretty well. Okay. Uh, well, as of, uh, what, 4.15 yesterday, it was, what, 5.73 share or 5? Yes. And right when that, right when the ticker, see, I should, I, I didn't buy it personally myself, so I have no. This is this is a big deal. You got to say this if you're ever recommending stocks and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I have no position in it, and I don't intend on getting a position in the next seventy two hours. Blah blah blah. Oh really? Why, why why do you say that? Just just because because I mean you can manipulate people and manipulate the stock. You know what I mean? If you uh, have incentive, if you have incentive, I don't have incentive in it right now. And I don't intend on it in the next couple hours, couple days. You hear that, folks? Don't let him manipulate you. There you go. For there you go. Um, yeah, these are only um, these are only tips. Right. Yeah, but um, anyways, so I will not be buying when, either because I but but not for that reason. No, you I should just, you should I probably am. buy it. I, <laughs> you should buy it. Might help you. Might help you slack off on those new tires. Get those taken care of. Yeah, but we um, need to discuss that. <laughs> all right. The last the last thing about this stock, the big part about it is, well, they're going to get a drug application and um, they're meeting with the F- FDA on the sixteenth of October. Uh, and coincidentally, they have a conference scheduled the 17th, so they expect good results. Uh, and so I don't know if they have a tip, but and the big thing about these two is they're it's all hype, like I said. So I'm not necessarily even I wouldn't advocate even necessarily holding through the 17th, but going into the 17th, everyone's gonna be buying it. You know, uh, people are gonna be buying. It's already went up a dollar fifty in the last week since it changes. Uh, stock symbol it initially went down because the stock symbol changed mm-hmm. probably threw people off and it's up a buck 50 since then so and it's just going to keep climbing and then into the, into and the then she'll crash or maybe yeah. she'll skyrocket we'll i mean if they get if they get good news which i mean it's up in the air and here's the reason why good news may be expected so they're working they're, uh They partnered with, um, it's called Moffitt Cancer Center, mm-hmm. and they, they're super, have a great track record. Track record. They've worked with Juno, Kite, and then uh, Novartis. And to tell Are you a little about those. Are these people or companies? Oh, they're companies? Companies, they're companies. Tell you a little about these companies. They're no, companies that all worked in the, they all worked in oncology. So to tell you a little about them, Kite, Kite got bought by Gilead. Gilead is a huge pharmaceutical company. It's one of the big boys in there. Bought Kite for $12 billion. Hmm. And then uh, 
um, Juno. Juno got bought by Selgin, another big boy, for $9 billion. And then the last one, um, Novartis, it didn't get bought out, but it's uh, trading at $85 a share and is worth $200 billion on the market. Wow, okay. So, so and, and that all worked with Moffitt, the Moffitt Cancer Center, which is now working with this $100 million um, market cap company and hundred million dollars um, compared to five dollars a share. There's twenty million floating shares, roughly. So basically, it can go up. You know, it could go up to ten dollars pretty quick just based off this. You know what I mean? Off this run. Not really, but it sounds cool. I mean, it, it, it could the numbers. Turn I don't understand that, that. Yeah, yeah. A low a low float in shares means that like the the obviously you you saw the the stock chart yeah. the fluctuation in it. There's not that many shares being traded yet. It's fluctuating and going up pretty rapidly for not having that many shares traded. So basically, if people catch wind of it and start accumulating it, it'll it'll rise pretty quick. So that's the annex A N I X. That's the stock take. That's the hot take. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Let's get in on some fighting takes. Let's do it. Um, I, uh, you've been pestering me for the past two days uh, with such enthusiasm to discuss you, we had you, 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 you won't admit it. You won't admit it, but your bias and your man crush on McGregor is is very, very much in existence. Well, I don't deny that. I do have quite a crush on him. Uh, Which, I mean, I do too. He, I mean, he's so polarizing, you know. I hate to see him lose, but I, or I mean. What's yeah, thing, I, I think it's good that I, he loses, and then he'll fucking, he'll work his ass off and come back. Dude, he's not coming. He will not beat that man. You don't think so? No, I do. That dude, just, just watching. I just think once McGregor, I think once McGregor fought Floyd, because, dude, when he fought Floyd, he knew he was going to lose. He, I, I don't think he went into that fight, honestly, because he was going to win. Well, and, how could you? He's like the, and, arguably the greatest boxer of all time. I think this no, survival yeah, no, there's is no, key. But see, once, once he started once he started trying to convince everyone else, he did it, you know, he, he did all those shenanigans and talked all that smack, mm-hmm. you know, because in the back of, of the show. And he, and he didn't believe it, you know, and he, I think he sold out and I think we've seen the best days of Conor McGregor. I think he's, I think it, I think it's a wrap. Uh, he's not, not going to be what he was in the ring at least. Well, de- definitely not the, uh, the godly figure from a year ago. I don't think he's definitely, he's, he's in the public eye, at least like, I, it's, I, saw, I saw a ton of people on social media come out the woodwork and you know say uh, state their disdain for Connor and what he's done um, and how he acts and stuff. Uh, which you know there is a lot of truth to that. Like the bus incident was crazy. Like that. That was yeah. that was a and bad that gets, look. That gets forgotten about pretty quickly because you know nothing really happened. He didn't. You don't hear anything about any fines or any uh, lawsuits. Really, you know that just no, kind of got put just, to the he wayside. He said all that shit for sure. But you, uh, you know, if he if he had like had like paralyzed one someone or blinded one of the fighters with that glass that that could have been it right there i know um but we just, uh, yeah this is crazy but let us we skipped ahead let's go back because we watched i i watched all but one of the uh the prelim fights i i know which ones did you you watch i watched every single one yep. Okay, well, uh, can you, is there anything you can tell me about the Michelle Watterson and Felice? It, we 
were. I was in transit. I'm sitting here, I I'm sitting here with a group of guys. We're, you know, we're 10, 15 guys, and we're all super hyped because these girls look all right, you know. The Asian persuasion kicks in, and we get super excited. So they're, 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 they're good looking. They're both Asian? Two Asian? No, uh, no. Waterson is, and everyone. Uh, she's, she's an attractive, attractive uh, fighter, to say the least. But uh, okay. they ended up just kind of prancing around, and it, it was a prancing. You said, yeah, like Waterson kind of. She just circled around her, and it was a very slow fight. Mm, yeah, those aren't. It was yeah, left a lot to be desired. She's pretty jacked. Wow, she's. That's not what I was expecting. Which one, uh, Michelle? Water- no, look at the other. Uh, Waterson's the the Asian girl, right? Yeah. No, look at the other girl. She's beefier than girl. I expected. You said, all right, let's see, Felice. And mind you, they weigh 115 pounds. Look yeah. at the other girl. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> look at her shoulders, dude. She made me want to go hit the gym for six days straight. Dang, son. Look yeah. at her shoulders. <laughs> wow. Well, good for her. She's She looks Herculean. Yeah, she looked she looked good too in the uh, in the weigh-in, but so, when she came out, she was just jacked. Who uh, who won that one? Uh, Waterson. Waterson. Okay. Oh, Felice Herrick says the Waterson fight was quote taken away from me. What what she lose? Well, win by is it knockout? No decision. It uh, was just okay. Water. Yeah, Waterson got her on the ground. That was pretty much the deciding thing because nothing was really done standing up. Okay, well, it sounds 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 like a cult cut case to me. Let's move. Yeah, it. move on, move on quick from that one. All right, probably my favorite moment of the entire night was something I didn't even get to see till later when I got home because I was watching the, these fights in the Starbucks on my phone, so my my uh, my stream wasn't in out the whole time. Uh, my my uh, my perfectly legal stream and uh, the Derek Lewis and Alexander Volkov fight. Holy crap! I uh, that entire fight was just like it was like a brawl man Derek was just taking shot after shot to the noggin and I just thought for sure he was gonna go down but he just he kept coming man he's like the juggernaut he looked he looked terrible man and then he started saying he stopped the fight at one point because he got poked in the eye supposedly and it was just because he was getting peed off on he poked me in the eye yeah the black beast that's exactly what he said yeah I, I do remember that stopped the fight but did, I guess it didn't matter I I lost the feed right at the end of the fight and Derek comes in and just gives him this cold cold shot to the face uh, what was it right hook right yeah no, yeah big right over the top and uh, all Volcan had to do was stay away from him dude he won the he had won oh, the fight no. and all the black beast was trying to do is throw those fat shots and knock him out literally the last 20 seconds that's exactly what happened I'm watching it right now it's just like hammer after hammer bro like crazy powerful punches they look like they they probably weigh a ton oh my god yeah dude those dudes were huge that Volkev was 6'7 I don't know and they they both weighed like 260 I want to say um uh, 265 was the weight class yeah yeah those are big boys Fat, he fought great. He just should have stayed away. There's no reason for him to be within 10 feet in the last 30 seconds. Oh, I know. He yeah. I, I never had any doubt in my mind that Volkov had that fight, like, in the bag. If, if no, no one yeah. did. And, that, yeah. and everyone thought the Black Beast was going to win. And then 
everyone was, that I was with was freaking out because they bet him, and mm-hmm. he just came out of left field and said, boop, boop, boop. All right, well, it's a seg, seg to the, to jump to the end of the fight. So, Derek Lewis knocks out Alexander Volkov, and then gives probably the best post-fight, post-sports event interview I've ever heard uh, with Joe Rogan. Told the boys, I got my heart. You want to keep on the estimating? Say, I ain't all that technical and all that, but I'm getting there. Fuck it. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. Let's take a look at the knockout. This is a come from behind knockout for likes that we haven't seen in a oh, long the hammer, time. Dude. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. Talk us through this, Derek. they talking about usa in this hoe wow that was i didn't expect that i haven't heard the whole thing wow <laughs> yeah man uh, what a character i'm uh he, he's an instant follow on instagram after that uh interview um yeah but that's probably the highlight of the the night in, in terms of like well okay moving on dominic reyes versus ovs uh, I don't know, man. That just looked like I never looked like OVS really. Oh, dude, he was just getting just shot after shot the whole time. The big thing I'll say about that though is he he could have easily lost the same way that Volk had lost because Reyes had him, I think, in the first round mm. where he where he hurt him. Yeah, and then he hurt him very like really badly. Like the dude was on the he was on the cage with his back up and he was kind of squared up just with his hands up, you know, ready to take some punishment. And Reyes he didn't finish him, and I. I thought he was going to, I was hoping he'd lose or I thought he was going to lose because, dude, he didn't deserve to, in my eyes, he didn't deserve to win after that because he should have finished. He didn't finish. He, uh, he didn't try. It's like he, uh, he kept, he knew he had the fight in hand, uh, Reyes, but it's almost like, you know, OVS never, to his credit, he never stopped fighting. He was always going for it. So it was just like, he, oh, he, he just he kept hitting some, him. He made some noise in the second and thirds. He looked a lot better than the first. The first, he got his ass whooped. Reyes looked great. And all that takes is one bad round, right? And then, yeah, and everyone, like I said, I was watching with the, the guys, and uh, every, a lot of people thought it was going to be a draw or uh, um, or maybe even OVS might, or was it OS, what is it? Uh, Ovince St. Pro. St. Pro, yeah, everyone thought St. Pro was going to, uh, he might even get a couple decisions just based off that until Reyes dropped him at the end of the third round. 
he dropped oh, it pretty no. bad at the end of the third, like right at the bell. Yeah, I'm watching it then right now. He uh, he's just chasing the OVI, just chasing him around, then you know, trying to trying to make up points. Left himself. Oh man, he's all like his face is all bloody. He, I, I bet he couldn't even see. Oh, he got rocked. Yeah, dude, he took some punishment. Um, and then boop, there he goes. Down he goes. Yeah, that was. Yeah, uh, that's just a bad look. That's just a bad look. Yeah. To end the fight, you know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. No. Nah, okay. Nothing. Nothing super crazy to me. Now, uh, it's Tony Ferguson and Pettis fight. Uh, how'd you feel about that? Dude, that was a great fight. I thought, I mean, they're both bad boys. Because Pettis, I mean, Pettis obviously took the took more of it, but then he came back in the, what, the second round, and he hurt Ferguson pretty bad. But Ferguson's crazy, dude. Did you see him get, he got rocked, and then he was doing somersaults and shit to get yeah, out Yeah, he's like freaking Spider-Man, bro. Dude, he is crazy. And uh, he's supposed to fight. They wanted him, like, he'd obviously be the next in line at that 155 weight to fight Khabib or McGregor. But, dude, that boy, he is too ugly to market. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> that, that has been his that has been his Achilles heel. That boy is too ugly to market. Well, m- maybe they can just shoot him from behind and get his angel wing tattoos. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll just have him doing fucking somersaults everywhere well yeah i was it seemed like the whole the that was like the, the most evenly matched fight of the night probably um they just dude they went at it that was super high pace tony ferguson's crazy man his intensity's crazy he just kept coming pretty much exactly what i'm looking for because i'm not i'm a very i'm a casual viewer of the ufc and fights in general at best i know you, you box so you're all in this shit but i uh this was like this is like a Dragon Ball Z fight, man. It was just like, <laughs> blow after blow after blow. Um, yeah, and they kept shots. going, and it went to the very end, which is dope. And then they, they and they both, you know, respect each other in the end, and that's what's up. There's no craziness. No, yeah, that's the big thing, too, you know, that we'll get into with Khabib and McGregor about just the respect afterwards. Because me, when I fight, too, that's exactly how I am. During the fight and before the fight, I'm all about that shit. But afterwards, you know, it's you're pretty much buddy-buddy. You know, you should have developed a different type of respect for your opponent usually I feel you I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even I could imagine that's kind of how it is in Dragon Ball Z <laughs> that's thank god you can imagine that's, that's my Dragon that's Ball my Z. baseline knowledge of uh, martial I did Taekwondo in grade school too um but that's beside the point anyway uh dug the fight um and uh, it was probably the most exciting fight of the night. Now, then we get to this Conor McGregor Khabib fight. The, the the main ticket, the one, uh, all's all end all, which is really interesting because this was such like the fight that everyone was wanting. But it, I I found myself watching the May- Mayweather McGregor stuff twenty four seven. I barely I watched like the Khabib press conference like a day or two before the fight just to like get try to get myself pumped up for it but it, i wasn't as hyped about uh, that as the uh the mayweather for sure it's not even one of those things that you know i just because it's mcgregor everyone knows mcgregor now i don't even feel like i need to watch it you know what i mean mm. they could uh like i didn't watch the press conferences or anything but i knew when the fight was that's the main thing i knew when the fight was and I was surprised it was only $65. That wasn't that bad. I was surprised. Yeah, I was expecting that, that $100 A-side Mayweather card. Say that again? 
I said I was. Ex- it was only sixty five dollars on pay per view. I was expecting that hundred dollar A side Mayweather treatment um, for the pay per view. So that was it was kind of lighter. Yeah, well, apparently Dana White said they they had almost. He was saying they pre sold more actually than the Mayweather, which who knows what the actual probably. Are. I wouldn't be surprised. This was a pretty big deal. And Khabib just, dude, Khabib is he's unreal, man. Did you see all those videos on Instagram of him wrestling bears as a kid? No. Uh, why haven't I seen these videos? <laughs> There's videos of him as, I think, a nine-year-old boy, and he's wrestling a, a cub, and his dad has a rope around the cub's neck just in case. And, yeah, he's just going at it with this little cub. Holy Christ, yeah. He is. In Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh Wow. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, you should. I'll put that up on the on the website. I'll, I'll put a link to that. Could be wrestling a bear. Yeah. Make sure there's the epic music in the background. It really adds to it. Jeez, ninety-seven. Um. Yeah. So, what should we should we should we talk about this beef that they've had? This McGregor and uh, uh, Howard. I think that's yeah. We can talk about the fight dynamics too, just because I thought Connor did super well. Because uh, what people don't get, if you've never, you know, if you've never experienced something, you're not going to respond well to it. Well, Khabib is arguably probably the best wrestler on the planet. They say he, you know, whoops on gold medalist wrestling wrestlers and all that. So I mean, there's no way Connor's never seen anything like you know what this guy's going to throw at him. And that's exactly what happened. I thought Connor did pretty well wrestling. Better, you know, better than anyone expected. Everyone said, oh, he's going to go on the ground and it's going to be over, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, he went four rounds and he was on the ground for at least 10, 12 minutes of that fight, probably. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, they spent most of the time, like, on top of each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Connor, I mean, for the most part, uh, besides when he got mounted that one time and then choked out, I thought he did pretty well. You know, Khabib didn't, Khabib for being on top of him, you know, he didn't inflict too much damage for most of the fight. Connor held, I think Connor held his own in some tough situations. Um, yeah, and Khabib, the thickness comparison between those two men. Uh, yeah, Khabib is a big boy, and he looked yeah. he, he looked like he manhandled Connor uh, for much that, of that. See, that's the problem. That's the problem with fighting. You know, McGregor's he's pretty small, dude. I mean, for that for one fifty five, he's not because that's why he did so well at one forty five when he fought those dudes at one forty five. They just look so small to him. Most of them were five six, and he's you know five nine with a good reach. He's just fucking rocking them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the difference pretty much. And then I thought Khabib on the counter, Khabib standing up on his feet. He can, he, he didn't control Connor, but, I mean, he uh, took took his shots and he didn't let Connor, you know, line him up too much with that left hand. I thought both of them, in respect to their, their games, like held each other's, uh, their opposition strength off pretty well, which was, I thought it was impressive. I thought it was a pretty good fight overall. <laughs> I, uh, I guess if you're a wrestling fan um, I, I'm not a wrestling fan Like I didn't like it But I mean I just thought it was impressive I was a uh, I definitely thought 
um, what was it the third or fourth round? I thought Connor was was coming back, and I was I was expecting him to to go on a run, and it just never happened. The, the third the third round when they were standing up. More yeah, like each. yeah, Connor's definitely yeah. he looks the best when he's standing up when he's got the well, when he's duh. got that kick to to keep the distance because I don't know why well, he couldn't just keep close. Why would he let Khabib get in close with him? He needed to keep that distance away. Because uh, because he's trying to line a shot up, and then when Khabib shoots him. When Khabib shoots at his legs, he's going to take him down if he's, you know, if he's uh, not ready for it. Well, Connor definitely didn't. I don't know. But what? How? How would he win this fight? Is what I'm interested in. Uh, get it, get it, get him and hurt him in the first or second round when he's not tired. Because in the third round, Khabib stood him up, and everyone. I think even Stephen A. Smith was talking about how uh, Khabib stood him up in the third round, and they were going at it kind of trading blows standing up but Connor was pretty gassed at that point he wasn't his punches weren't crisp he was tired and even if he hit Khabib is this like is this gonna be a running theme through Connor's career like he's just gonna he's gonna keep getting gassed at the end of these fights and then losing on crappy ways I wouldn't say it's crappy yeah it's just you know you gotta be able to that's dude that's like well I never expected a knockout from, from Floyd Mayweather or a TKO you know any of that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, dude. You can't keep that pace. That's why, you know, that's the hard part about fighting because someone, you usually fall off. That's my problem, too. When I box, dude, I fall off. It's extremely hard to keep that pace and to keep that power. Yeah, no, and two minutes, or what is it, two, three, two and a half minutes? For what? A round? For me? Uh, yeah, okay, for you. I was gonna think. Boxing three, yeah, boxing three. three. Uh, MMA's MMA's two and a half. Five. 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 Oh shit. Why am I thinking? Five. Uh, I don't know how I got that mixed up. Um, but okay, even three minutes. Three minutes is tough. Like I, I, I've tried to. I did. A, I used to do kickboxing training, and I remember we used to do rounds. And yeah, it is very hard to maintain. Just one round, so I feel. Yeah, well, it's just it's just having that explosive power to you know knock someone out. That's why the Black Beast is so impressive because at any point, like they said, it's just because he's so damn big though. He's a little different. Yeah, that man's got he's got the puncher's chances. They say. Yeah, exactly. Which McGregor theoretically has, but he's never if he if he doesn't knock you out in the first round or two, you know, he's not going to do much damage. That's his problem. Yeah, well, um, and you know what? I, I, I thought for all this hatred that they had between each other, I would have thought that they would have fought each other a lot harder. You know, it didn't seem like there was that what sort of that. What do you mean? I don't see this. This is the interesting thing because I've been watching, like I said, I've been on Instagram watching all these videos and all this like post fight during the fight, you know, commentary uh-huh. and words they catch them picking up. And dude, Khabib was trying to kill. Like that was Khabib. Khabib did what he had to do. So Khabib was a stone cold. Well, I was more so focusing on Connor, though. I would have thought, like, he would have... See, and, that, and that's what I wanted to bring up to you. That's why I wanted to talk to you so bad about this, because uh, I literally watched a, one of those Instagram videos today of them at the end of maybe the third round, uh-huh. and uh, they're standing up, and they're kind of in a clinch on the cage, and then the bell rings, and they're walking away, and Connor says to him, it's only business. Talk. He, that's literally what he said. It's only business. Like, you really? can hear it and everything. He says it's only business. And then Khabib, you know, fires back at him and the rest kind of holding him back. He says, talk now. He said, talk now. 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, dude. Connor said it's only business. And then there's another clip that I watched today, and it's when Khabib's on top of him, when he has him in that mount, and he's throwing those right hands, like, where he did the most damage in the fight. And, uh, what was that, the second round, maybe? When, but, uh, when uh, Khabib did the most damage? Yeah, when he was on top of him, and he just kept hitting him with those rights and all that you yeah. remember that yeah yeah during the hammering that, down on him during that when he's hammering down on him he's telling connor to talk he's saying talk now he's uh-huh. like why are you talking he's saying let's talk he's saying this while he's just crushing his face uh yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah for sure it could be the khabib hate yeah I, you can back that up especially with what happened after the fight as uh, the bell the bell rings and then Khabib proceeds to jump over the fence and attack people from Connor's team, and uh, and during after that happens, everyone's looking at that, and then two dudes a dude jumps over the fence behind Connor and it starts punching him in the back of the head. Well, the thing too, Connor was talking smack to this other guy in front of him, and then the other guy approached him, and Connor stuck that dude in the face. Yeah, I did see Connor swinging in there. Uh, I would. Oh, Connor stuck that dude. I would. I would be. In, I would love to see. Like, I hate that they have to cut away like those far ass cameras. Like, you know, they got some inside views of like all of everything that's going down. You know, inside that ring. Um, they they might release it after they do that investigation. That would be ideal. That certainly would. I'd be. I'd love to see like everyone's reactions to what is going on. And you can probably hear them too. The audio, the audio would probably be great. Yeah. Um, but dude, Khabib, he hopped that fence and then he jumped off that platform, dude, and he tried to like just jump on the dude. I know looked, it was crazy. He looked like he looked like Caesar, dude. He looked like Caesar from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I'm not I, uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah, we were watching it. We were minutes away from the our uh, play going on, and we were watching that, and then it was like everyone was freaking out. Like, oh my god. Oh, we dude, that was crazy. I've never seen anything like that. Me neither. I'm, I'm glad I had it on. That was a. Uh... And then it just kept going because you know you saw Khabib. He went out first, and you know you kind of thought it might be done after that. And then McGregor's just getting jumped in the ring. Yeah. And the dude's in red. I thought he was a security guard that just started wailing on McGregor. <laughs> Russian security, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, so this was a beef that's been going on for, uh, well, pretty much ever since uh, the they, they pulled his, his fight. Well, before that, they pulled uh, they pulled, pulled Khabib. Khabib had a title shot with Eddie Alvarez back when he was a champion. And then uh, they they took it away and gave it to Connor because he was more exciting. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. that's 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 the original sin in this whole thing. Um, but they they had a couple run-ins before that, and then uh, then later on that which sparked the bus fight, Khabib uh, cornered and slapped one of uh, McGregor's friends. Uh, Did he? Yeah, <laughs> word for word what this report is saying. He cornered and slapped uh, during the UFC 223 fight week for uh, comments he made about him. So. Uh, that's when Connor flew with his gang of Irishmen, his Peaky Blinders or whatever, into uh, to New York and attacked that bus. Oh, so they he specifically attacked that bus because Khabib was on it. Yes. You didn't know that? What do you mean? No, I didn't know that. You just thought he just attacked a random bus? 
I dude, I didn't read I didn't read into it that much. I, it was just well, that's know, that's great. what's interesting. You you knew all, all the shit about the fight, but uh, I know this about the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're the reader. I just watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I do enjoy. I love the this, the storylines behind all this. That's you know just like the NBA and all that. Too. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Connor attacked that bus because Khabib was on it, and. Uh, Wow, I didn't know that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could break this news to you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Jesus. Um yeah. Wow, see wow. So do you think that you don't think there was any venom? You don't think McGregor dude, McGregor felt super disrespected or he wouldn't have done that unless do you think it was all business like he said? Well, that's what, yeah, that's what throws that on. That's what's weird about it is that, because I'm, I'm looking at it right now that Connor says it's only business and Khabib says, guess so. McGregor's soft, dude. He sold out and he is not having any more. Mm. He, he, he is soft and he is sold out. Because, you know, all those other times when he fights, he talked about all that smack he talks during the fight and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what uh, it was. Connor, Dana White was saying it was Connor's decision not to go do this war, another worldwide crazy press tour thing, talking shit the whole time. Like, uh, that was what he wanted. So, I don't know. But then again, why would Connor, if he didn't have the, the passion for it, didn't want to want to do it anymore, why'd he come back to get to MMA? A much harder, arguably, than boxing. I don't know if it's the passion or the hungry thing, maybe. Dude, Maybe no, he I, needs his I think, No, I think I think he doesn't think he can beat these guys. He, he still looked like a fighter to me. I thought he looked like a fighter. Mm. I just I, I when it gets tough, like if he's if he's he's just a what do you call it? He's a front runner. If he's not if he can't beat you, dude, it's a wrap. He's not gonna sit there. Not like not he didn't did it look like the Nate Diaz fight? Do you remember what the second time he fought Nate Diaz when he came back? I didn't see it. I, I know the story. I guess he got uh, and stuff. Well, dude, he he went toe to toe with him. You know, I didn't feel like he went toe to toe with Khabib. I don't know. Or even mm-hmm. Floyd. I just feel. I just. I just think he sold out. I don't know. I think. He, yeah. I just think he's lost his. Maybe it is the hunger. Maybe you're right. I don't think that's the most important thing to him. Or anymore. maybe he's realized that just it. This is about making money and supporting, building this in legacy of his, and he just wants the cash I don't know yeah yeah no I'm with you which which I mean too and it's just like I don't think he maybe he doesn't even think you know winning is like is gonna help him that much anymore you know what I mean in that front you know he's pretty much maxed out like McGregor he really won't get too much bigger I don't know yeah now it's gonna be about his investments Um, have you tried his whiskey I've been meaning to too. My right, we'll Craig, my Craig, my sister's uh, fiance. He was gonna try and buy it, but he said he called most of the stores in Springfield to find the whiskey, and it was all sold out. Interesting. On fight night. Uh, really for fight night? That's funny. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's, it tastes like shit. I mean, I bet it's pretty. I mean, it's just whiskey. He's not gonna mess it up. It's Irish whiskey. Um, I, that fucking Jameson or whatever he said uh, and there's uh, the, the pre-fight interview the one I was telling you about where they, they weren't even there at the same time He's, he was he stood up and told the crowd he's say fuck the Jameson brothers is that 
now what he said. Yeah. So he, at and this he, point, and, and then he went on. He went on to say, "No offense to everybody, but fuck everybody." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, yeah, if nothing else, that's that's what gets me excited about Connor because there's always something funny to just laugh about. Okay, how big do you think he'd be if he didn't have an accent? Ooh, you know what? I don't know. What if he was like, like a, like a Malibu's most wanted white boy? Like he had the cornrows, oh but he talked like, God. "What's up, Malibu? Fuck the Mayweather's man. Fuck him." Yeah, I don't I mean, know if that plays as well. It, it would play well, but not as well. I mean, or, and I, I, I think, think more people that's conceivable. I don't think that is realistic, but maybe. Well, I think the whole the whole idea behind Connor is that you know because he's Irish, he's got he's by default he's got that entire country of Ireland behind him. So if it was just to do, I guess it would depend on what the accent is. Well, I mean, yeah, I just think it's so. I don't know. It's so enticing just to hear him talk. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, just the accent. I think the accent adds everything to it. It's the same way with like Ali having that twang and you know rhyming all the time and all that. I don't know. Mike Tyson's lisp. Tyson wasn't that great of a talker, but Tyson wasn't the best talker, but we still like him. Yeah, because he was actually good and he was the goat for a minute. I guess was, if you win, and, and, it doesn't matter. And, and, if you're winning, it doesn't matter what you say or do. I guess. Well, I would I would put Connor's shit talking, and I would compare Tyson and Connor's shit talking. Very, yeah. Very easily. I'll fuck you till you love me, ho. <laughs> I'll eat your kids. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, Yeah, maybe scarier stuff. I think Tyson's scarier than. (laughs) Tyson is scary, dude. He came out of prison. He said, "I'll fuck you till you love me." Yeah, and then bit bit of Vander Holyfield feels here. Yeah, that's that's not that's not stuff people in society say to other people. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have I have bit an ear before, but. Dude, what did he had about coming. Beach post press when he came out and just said, you know, he said, what, uh, no one's talking about McGregor. He talked about my religion. He talked about my father. He talked about my country. Yeah. Um, I feel him. I, I get it. I get where he's coming from. Uh, but I don't, I still don't understand why he did that. I mean, that just seems like a crazy thing to do. <laughs> to jump the fence like that? Yeah. I don't think... Into a sea of he, people? Like, he for all, he jumped in bet- in the middle of a bunch of dudes who all could have jumped on him and, atta- and attacked him. Or they did, I guess. But there was luckily security. I don't think he... Uh, I don't think he cared. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't think he was predetermined. I think or Mother Russia. That, I think he was that hyped. Yeah. Um... And Connor just didn't have that energy. He did not have that level of energy, that's for sure. Um, and there's always something, there's always kind of a stigma with tapping out. Like, if it's one thing you get knocked out, you know, you, but tapping out, man. I know, dude. That's twice Especially. now. Three times. Three times Connor's tapped, I believe. Because wasn't, think, ma- wasn't yeah, Floyd giving him shit when, for twice? When he was a no name. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought Floyd, I think Floyd gave him shit for tapping twice, so I think this is the third. Uh, yeah, I think he tapped once when he was, I think it was one of his first professional fights, and I think it was before he uh, wasn't known by anyone. Mm. I think it was like a, a, a leg bar or something, I don't remember. 
think about him saying, oh, I want a rematch right away. Connor? Yeah. Right away, he says? I'm down. Oh, he he came out and said he wants a – he called Dana White, I think, the next day. said, I want a rematch ASAP. Interesting. Well, if he wants it, they're going to get it. Think? Yes. If yeah, I don't think there's any any reason to not do it at this point. Like, I know the UFC makes it seem like when when the dudes act up and do crazy stuff, like oh, we're really thinking about you know shelving these people at the top of their game. But dude, the UFC has been so yeah. Without Conor McGregor and Khabib, like this is the biggest thing they got going for him right now. What else is going on? I, I'm I'm a casual fan at best, like I said, and I am entrenched in this Conor McGregor stuff. Yeah, I know. See, and the thing is, too, next fight, he'll be better. I, I mean... Exactly. I'm can, yeah, I'm not going to say he can beat Khabib, but he'll be he'll be substantially better and ready for that ground game Khabib put on him just because he's seen it before. No, I, I like the idea. That's why there needs... That's why, you know, sports uh, playoffs have series, you know, because it's hard to judge the, the true test of skill between two teams, two individuals, just on, a, on one shot, you know, or at least give them a chance to rebuttal. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's cool. It's more strategy. Well, and fighting is one of those things, too. It's just, you know, not mistakes are obviously maximized. Look at Volkev. Volkev probably wants a rematch, too, but he's never going to get it. God, I know. That is that is crazy, the, the difference. Now the dude's second, second world heavy, second in the world heavyweight class? Yeah. Probably fight Bones Jones. That'll be crazy. Well, I'm all, the, I'm all on him. For the Abbott, yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention. I just watch McGregor for the most part, like like you, the casual fan. But I think it's interesting, too. Do you think McGregor tapped knowing he's going to get a rematch? Do you think he cared that much about that first fight? What about that perspective? Do you think... Um, hmm... Yeah, you know what? That's that's the thing. He's seen that's why he seems pretty casual about the whole thing, you know? He hasn't even when he lost, you know, he just like had that look on his face of like, yep. yep. He's got that rig flare drip. So, yeah, maybe this this was part of it. Um I don't know what the if Connor's coach ever said anything about him like uh needing a like wasn't right or something or if he had like any excuses for him. Think he, I mean, he won't make them if he does have them. You have to put a massive amount of effort into getting up. Just play guard and, and stay safe because, you know, the next round starts on the feet and, and try to do damage there. But it's still tiring. You know, I, I, you know I, Connor gets a hard time about his, uh, about his cardio all the time, but who has Khabib faced that didn't look like that after two rounds? I quit. I quit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play a whole fucking. You no, know, that that is exactly what Connor tried to do too. Everyone was all upset about the wrestling. Well, Khabib did that for a couple minutes, and then the next round, you know, Connor let him do it again, and that's where you can't. He couldn't have done that two rounds in a row, which he did the first and the second round. And after that, it's just a wrap, you know. When uh, when Connor finally got back on his feet in the second round, that was like a rocky moment. I was what, in on it. I was just amazed, bro, that he was able to get up out of that. Like, because Khabib, like I said, looked looked like a bear on top of him. That's what I'm saying too. Uh, Connor did pretty well on the ground. He even he even stuffed uh, one of uh, Khabib's uh, takedown attempts, or maybe a couple of them, where he uh, Khabib shot his leg, grabbed his legs, and Connor stood him back up. 
That's uh, that's some. That's like that. That's like that Eminem. Find my inner strength. Let's pull that shit out of you. Yeah, and then he taps. Yeah, and then he taps. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you say? That about does it on the uh, fight. What do you want? You want to wrap it up? Um. We got. You got any more insights on on this on this event? What event? No, that's that's about it. That's about a wrap. All right. Well, uh, when uh, when should we should we check back in on this on this stock? Oh, check right around. We'll uh, aim for right around that 16th, 17th when the FDA uh, meets with them, and then uh, 17th they got a conference, so that'll be the tell-all. They'll announce to the uh, shareholders what's the what's the deal. Probably. I mean, that that seems super quick to announce what the FDA said, but I don't know why they would schedule that conference the day after. You know. You know what I'm uh I'm. I think you should probably get a Twitter account again, bro. Maybe uh maybe a new one. Call it like Nate Stock Nate Stock Takes or something. Yeah, I posted that. I posted my my IG on my IG my uh that fifty percent increase. And I got a couple people text me about it, but I expected a little bit more. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna start doing it. That's gonna be my thing. Think about it, dude. I think I think it'd be a good. That could be something. Uh, no, I'm gonna, yeah, definitely gonna take a page out of your notebook for marketing myself. Hey, be a whore. Be a filthy. I mean, whore. no, I I can't sell out. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying sell out, bro. Do you think I sold out? Hell no. No, but we just talked about McGregor for a half hour and we sure how did. he potentially sold out and what comes of it if you do. And yeah. I don't know, something to think about. No, for sure. Stay true to thyself. Um, so we'll check check back in and that'll be perfect we can uh right before the 16th or whatever or about that time the NBA starts up so oh I can't wait I can't wait that sounds like I dude in that uh in the fantasy dynasty thing uh draft I took I took shy Shay shy um Gilgis I took Gilgis yeah special on your on your recommendation and Jerry's so yeah (laughs) don't take it from me take it from Jerry oh yeah um, and by the way, for everyone, uh, our NBA news podcast is still up to date because kind of freaking Jimmy remains on the Bulls. And uh, yeah, so. On the, on the Timberwolves, but yeah. Uh, yeah uh, the, tim- the Timber Bulls, excuse me. <laughs> the Timber Bulls, yeah, the Timber Bulls. <laughs> um, All right, man. Uh, what, should people follow you on anything? Yeah, just get me on Instagram right now. I'm off that Twitter because I'd be beefing. When I start fighting, it, I'll probably get Twitter back so I can run my mouth. I like it. What but is, what but is until Instagram? then, Instagram NJ Langfelder. Bang, bang. Follow him and show some love. Yeah, show him some love. And All right, you too. Thanks for the love, Brody. No problem, man. Thanks for coming on. And there it is, folks. Follow me on all social media at Jaybird Take Flight. Watch me on Twitch and YouTube at Jaybird TV or go to justinhankinson.com for all your updates on what I'm doing. And once again, shout out to Derek Lewis for literally making me laugh my till my sides hurt the other night. So thank you. Don't forget St. Marlboro, our theme song, Mr. Empathetic from the album Reprise. Let's do it. It's good. And that's all the words I have for you today. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening.